0: All right, here we go. Friday afternoon and a beautiful Friday afternoon. I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you are with us. This is where we meet every afternoon, Monday through Friday, from 1 to 4. We have got a lot to talk about this afternoon. Uh, You know, a few slightly serious things we'll get out of the way early in the show. It is free for all Friday, and that means you can call up and talk about anything. Maybe you didn't get a chance to comment on something we talked about this week. You can call in. Maybe you've got something on your mind. You can call in. Uh, However, we uh, don't want to get too serious on a Friday afternoon. All right, reach over there and crank it up. This is what you have been working for. Still trending on our website, www.l.com, is a blog that I wrote yesterday. Uh, The blog also is accompanied by part of the show yesterday, and it's uh, it's about LSU's Olivia Dunn. Is her NIL value proof that sex sells? I think it is. Anyway, that's still, still trending. It's also on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page. All right, so a lot to get to uh, this afternoon. We've got some fun stuff to talk about. I'm very optimistic about the Saints. I feel really good. I, I think the Saints are going to beat the, the, the Bears. H- here's the problem, and you and I have both experienced this. There, there are these games when you're, you're, you're sure the Saints are going to win. I mean, it's all stacked up for them to win. And we get disappointed because it's like they didn't really show up to play. I don't think that's going to happen this week. So if you're going to the game, let's make the Caesar Superdome really loud and really crazy. And the Bears are, I think, 2-6. and six. So the Saints have a, have a chance to, you know, move ahead. I mean, they could conceivably move ahead in the division this, this weekend. So even at 4-4, four and four, there is reason for us to be optimistic. So I choose to be optimistic about the Saints. I think they're going to put it to the Bears Sunday afternoon. Uh, Tulane is going to play East Carolina at 3.30 tomorrow afternoon. And uh, then the big game tomorrow night. LSU and Alabama, and as we do every year preceding this game, we'll talk about some of the differences between LSU fans and Alabama fans, and make no mistake about it, there are some distinct differences between LSU fans and Alabama fans, LSU students, Alabama students, so we'll get into that this afternoon. Also, he is a friend of mine, Vince Vance. Uh, I ran into him the other day. I run into him um, occasionally at at events. Um, He's a really good guy, and I consider him to be a friend. Vince Vance has filed a lawsuit against Mariah Carey. Now, he did this in Louisiana, I guess it was last year, and it was uh, thrown out. So now he's gone to Los Angeles to file the lawsuit. They are thinking that there might be more sensitivity there than there was here. Is the lawsuit going to be thrown out? It's a lawsuit against Mariah Carey because Mariah Carey has this really popular Christmas song. And we, you know, we play it every year. It's, um, it's one of the big Christmas songs that's played. The song was released in 1994. The song is titled, All I Want for Christmas is You. Well, interestingly, Vince Vance and the Valiants released a song titled, All I Want for Christmas is You, in 1989. They're two completely different songs. The lyrics are different. Melody's different. Everything is different, except the title. Vince Vance is claiming this is copyright infringement. Is it copyright infringement or a money grab? We'll talk about that on the show this afternoon. All right, Ian Hook is our senior producer and he is at the controls in the other studio. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you
1: too and everyone except the whistling guy from the California Psychic's commercial. <laughs> Does that kind of get stuck in your brain? Scoot is probably probably 12:15 at night last night. Yeah. I'm just trying to relax. Eyes closed, lights out, yeah. head on pillow. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very catchy. It's—I mean—it's a damn effective ad. It you know, is. I don't it know. Sticks I, with you. you know, people have feelings about psychics and how effective that work is, but right. that commercial is kind of a banger. Honestly, very, I mean, I—I'm starting to feel a certain way about it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: no, you know. I know. I, I look, I know. It's one of those it's totally th- stuck it's, in my head. It's one of those earworms. It's an earworm. You know, it just gets in your brain and it just it, it doesn't really it doesn't really go away. Hey, the World War Two Museum opened up the Liberation Pavilion today. And uh, Tom Hanks was in town for, for that. So uh, Tom Hanks is in town. If he happens to be listening to the show, Tom, we have a lot of respect for you. And uh, I'm glad you're here and uh, glad that you're part of the World War Two Museum. And uh, if you are listening, thanks for spending a little time with us. Hey, we've got time change this weekend, so don't freak out. I know, uh, I know. There's all these studies that are telling you how much this can affect your life. You know, I'm not buying into it. I'm really not. I mean, we're talking about an hour difference of sleep. I just don't think it's a big deal. But as you know, the media will make a big deal about anything and everything. Ian, when we change times, whether it's in the spring or the fall, does it really affect you?
1: Uh yeah, I feel like in the spring it doesn't affect me much. Now spring is you, know, you you set your clock. Is that when you lose forward. sleep? Yes, yeah, yeah, so you forward. lose sleep in the spring. You,
0: you set your clock forward, so you lose an hour of sleep. Yeah.
1: So I'm gonna gain an hour of sleep. That's right. Okay, so that's nice. But the fact that the sun is is all is completely set by the time I'm leaving the office, that hurts. You know that yeah, that, it, that it changes gonna, my mood. It,
0: it's gonna get dark earlier and and at some point around four thirty four forty five, 45 it's going to start to get it's going to get start to get dark in the winter yeah a lot of people don't Not like this don't like when that. when i was doing morning radio i loved it because my nights were so short because i had to wake up so early so i loved when we went off of daylight savings time because i felt like i got more of a more of an evening yeah um now in in a place like um seattle and portland in the pacific northwest it, uh, it, it's, it's, it's dark around 4.15. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it gets dark Dang. really early. So it is going to get dark earlier, but for those of you who are up early, it's going to be light earlier in the morning, more light in the morning, less light in the evening. I, I wish they would just leave it the same and not mess with it. I, I, I don't know why we have Me to too. go through this, but I, I know there was a reason for it in the beginning, and there was controversy over it, but I wish we would just stay on, uh, on some uh, set time. However... Don't let all these media reports and all these people who, who get attention with these studies, don't let them freak you out. Because we're talking about an hour of sleep. I mean, on any given weekend, I might miss two or three hours of sleep. You might as well. So, you know, you, you go, to okay, so we're, um, we're going to get an extra hour of sleep tonight. Well, that's kind of a, a blessing, but... You know it really i mean psychologically it really shouldn't affect us so just try to be bigger than the idea that oh my god we're changing times it's going to freak us out and we're going to be affected by it man i don't
1: buy into that it's not like i'm sleeping eight hours every night you know seven nights a week right and then suddenly i get seven hours and i'm like oh god take me to the hospital like woe is me right Uh, my sleep schedule's all over the place anyway i'm waking up early i'm staying up late. I wake up in the middle of the night with that damn California psychic stung in my head. So it's like, what difference does it make? Just, hey, look, look, I took,
0: just the, keep I, going. I, I went to the North Shore uh, this morning. I had a meeting at American Factory Direct Furniture in, in Covington. Yeah, and I, I tried out a couple of the Tempur-Pedic mattresses. Oh boy, my sleep life is about to change. Whoa. Wow, I was blown away. Really, I'd never been on one. And I'll be talking
1: about that in the American Factory direct commercials, but yeah, it's pretty amazing. Are you a soft bed kind of guy, or are you like it a little more firm?
0: I like it a little firm.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Not not
0: not 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 rock
1: soft. Not, not like a plank. Not,
0: not like sleeping on the floor. Yeah, not like, like a plank. But in um, the you know, I like it. I like it, uh, I like it um, kind of firm. Yeah, kind of firm. And and uh, I, I tried a few of them, and wow, I mean that's one that's one hell of a bed. Wow. And you don't have to, like, uh, push any buttons or...
1: You don't... There's no, anything. like, you got to... No, be, man, It just... The, the bed the, does the, it, it... It's just it, a bed. The
0: bed does it itself. That's yeah, amazing. It's pretty amazing. We have the technology. Hey, I want to mention that uh, a 13-year-old boy... This happened this week. A 13-year-old boy was shot to death. Police say he was shot to death during an attempted carjacking. The 13-year-old boy who was shot to death had nine prior carjacking and robbery charges on his record. At 13, he had nine prior carjacking and robbery charges on his record. Bernard Tony Jr. was killed actually last Saturday after he and another youth allegedly tried to carjack an off-duty federal security officer in Washington, D.C. So this is a reminder that this happens Everywhere. But who failed this kid? Parents. There was a father. There was a father that contributed to this boy coming into the world. And there was a a mother. And then there was the community. And the mother and the father and the community and community activists, these are all the ones that failed this 13-year-old kid. There's no way a 13-year-old should have this kind of, of record. And it, it's, a, it's a problem that's, you know, we know it's a problem here. It's, it's a problem everywhere. And there are so many people within these communities that are so frustrated that their own leaders are not doing more about it. So I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know what it's going to take, but it's, it's really sad. And, I mean, this 13-year-old kid is dead. I mean, he didn't even make it to 14. And yet, obviously, carjackings and robberies and things like that were just, you know, just part of his life. So that's really sad. All right. So um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Robert Kennedy Jr. is taking more money from Donald Trump donors than he is Biden donors. So running as an independent RFK is having a bigger impact on Trump than he is on Biden and i find that uh, i find that kind of interesting but more than 500 of kennedy's biggest donors gave to trump's 2020 campaign more than three times the number of donors who gave to biden in the race and in this cycle more than 160 donors have given to both trump and kennedy while only a handful have given to both kennedy and biden so kennedy is attracting more money from from Trump, So, you know, again, we'll have to see how all of this plays out. I think it's going to be kind of exciting because because I don't I'm not I'm not sure that it's going to come down to Donald Trump and, and President Joe Biden in the end. I'm not sure. I, I'm not confident that that's what the, the election is going to be. It might be. But I, I, I think we're in for possibly some some changes. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Okinawa Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. Code five oh four two six oh one eight seventy. All right, so I I didn't see it at West End. I didn't see it when I crossed the lake, but boy when I got downtown I could see it off in the distance. Smoke. Smoke from the fire in the east. I can smell it and a lot of people are feeling it. Ian has been complaining since he got in about how he doesn't feel well. I mean, he's not a complainer, but he does not feel well. As you know, he he often rides his bike and and, and scooter. So he's out in the elements, and it is affecting him. It's affecting a lot of people. Are you affected by this smoke coming from this distant fire in New Orleans East? The Oakland Hard Jewelers talking Text Line is 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot on the air. It's free for all Friday on WWL imagine all the people going out this weekend who will give love a bad name i mean it's true there are people who will go out this weekend and they will give love a bad name maybe not even on purpose but maybe accidentally i'm scoot on the air it is a free for all friday i want to go to channel 4 local weather expert alexa tressler who joins us on wwl with some information about this this smoke and our weather alexa welcome to the show
2: Hey, thanks so much. Yeah, it smells awful outside. Yeah,
0: you know, and and you know, when you're uh, you're in the French Quarter, I mean, when you're in the French Quarter, and you say it smells bad, then you know, it, you know, it's really bad.
2: Right. Exactly. And it gets inside really easily. So it's that marsh fire that's been ongoing for weeks now in New Orleans East, right before Bayou Sauvage. And because our winds are now from the east and northeast, it's pushing the smoke right into the metro area. And it's really bad in the morning hours because our winds go really calm and it kind of just settles. Mm. Plus we have this thing called an atmospheric inversion going on where it's colder at the surface and warmer aloft in the upper atmosphere. And the cold air gets trapped and the the pollutants or smoke particles rather uh get trapped and it it does it is like a pollutant it affects our air quality especially if you have asthma
0: yeah. So a lot of people are affected. Uh, my executive producer, um, uh, Ian Hokus, has, has been uh, affected by it. He, he rides his bike and, and takes it or takes a scooter to, to work. So he's out in, in the elements. I live at West End and I also took a drive across the lake this morning and I didn't see it uh, out there on the lake and I didn't really see any hints of it. But when I was driving in from West End to get to the station today, I, I just I, I saw this this shroud, uh, this low shroud uh, around the city of New Orleans.
2: Right, yeah, it's really just focused in the metro area in Orleans Parish, the West Bank, and parts of Jefferson Parish and St. Bernard. But yeah, on the North Shore, it's good. But there's also some other fires starting to pop up closer to our river parishes near Laplace. So there's fires coming up over there, and that smoke is kind of blowing west too. So river Parish is starting to deal with some impacts as well. But like you mentioned, North Shore, pretty clear.
0: Yeah, how, um, how serious is the drought right now?
2: So, that, that of course does not help. The drought is bad. We're 27 inches behind where we should be for the year in New Orleans. So, that's a big deficit of almost 30 inches. And yeah. we're not going to see really any rain over the next week, maybe some showers next Thursday. But we certainly need some good soaking rains to help put out these fires. We're not going to get it for a while. But the only saving grace is next week when our winds become more from the south and southeast that should help push the smoke more to the north away from the city but i think the weekend we are going to be dealing with the smoke and haze especially in the morning hours tomorrow
0: and sunday we're not so concerned about the people in monroe or shreveport so let it blow to the north we're more (laughs) concerned with us down i don't mean to be selfish but i'm just being honest
2: no I know, right? It's like, oh, it's not my problem. Somebody's yeah, right. problem now. Let it go
0: oh, no. up north. Let <laughs> let it hit, uh, you know, um, Starkville and Tuscaloosa and uh, all. The, well, I guess it would. Yeah, it might even get over to, uh, to Alabama. Um. Anyway, Alexa, thank you very much. Uh, before I let you go, what what does our winter look like, just in, in, in general, from say a, a farmer's almanac point of view?
2: So, yeah, the, um, the latest calls from the meteorologists with the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration are saying, okay, we're taking El Nino into consideration, and they think this winter should be wetter than average, which would be good for us since we're yeah. in such a bad drought. Now, it's not always a dead-on you know, forecast. It's not 100% that it's going to happen, but right now it looks like winter months could be wetter than average, which would be good news for us. All right.
0: Can you see any hint of a cold front coming through here? (laughs) Because I I, I look at the extended forecast, it's going to be in the low to mid 80s next week.
2: I know. So we, I know I've really been enjoying the chilly temperatures, but yeah, it's going away. We've got the warm weather on the way this weekend. Next week, we're back in the 80s. But I think the following weekend, so one week from now, roughly next Saturday, next Sunday, it looks like another cold front might be hinting at coming our way. So another cold oh, nice. in store. <laughs> All right.
0: Alexa Tresler, a local weather expert at Channel 4. Thanks for the information.
2: Yeah, thank you. Have a nice weekend. Yeah, (laughs)
0: thanks. You too. All right. Free for all Friday. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Let's go to California. David, you're on WWL. Good afternoon.
3: Oh, how scoot? Yeah, man, I I, uh, feel for you. You know, we, uh, we here in California have gone through the wildfires. Sounds like yours is a little more industrial though, right?
0: Yeah, I, you know, I, 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 again, I don't, uh, I don't experience where I live at West End. It's, it's mainly concentrated in, in New Orleans, and also I've heard that it's concentrated around uh, Mid-City as, as, uh, as well. But it's, you know, it's, it's not industrial. It's, um, you know, it's a, it's a marsh fire.
3: Oh, a marsh. So it's, boy, that, that reminds me of a few years ago uh, where the uh, Okefenokee Swamp, Or or, excuse me, I guess it was Lake Okeechobee, which is over in Florida. Yeah. It had been drained, drained so bad that they actually had a wildfire at the foot of the or at the at the bottom of Lake Okeechobee. Wow. And, you know, you're talking about, you know, some swamp muck that actually caught fire and was God knows what comes out of that. But, uh, yeah, out here in California, we had those wildfires, and it does affect your lungs, your eyes, uh, your ability to concentrate. It's very dangerous, and uh, I feel for everybody. Yeah. Well, you know, I heard you, I heard you talking about the time zone changes. Um, I've learned to cash in on it. Okay. And, um, or, you know, to create an income stream. And, uh, you know, you think about the new Speaker of the House, uh, Mike Johnson. You know he's uh, one of these phony religious guys. Well, I, I figured out that I could make a, a business out of that, and I've created a squirrel diapering service. That there are all these <laughs> naked squirrels running around, and all of these naked squirrels are an affront to God. Yeah. And that I can I can get a big business going by uh, diapering service uh, diapering squirrels every day. Are, are they are they
0: leaving a problem? Is there a problem being left behind?
3: Well, yeah. And as the time zone changes, I've got to get my workforce in on the old time rather than the oh, new time. Oh,
0: I see. Yeah,
3: because the squ- the squirrels don't line up to get changed uh, until our uh, crews get there. But if they show up uh, an hour later then, you know, you can have little messes everywhere, but you can also have uh, uh, overtime. You know, so the overtime is really killing
0: me. It's got to be killing you. David, I appreciate the call. Thanks for streaming our show out in California. Let's go to James and Harvey. Hey, James, welcome.
3: Is he talking about the squirrels in Congress that need to be diapered?
0: Boy, there are a few of them there, aren't there?
3: They are. Uh, He picked on while speaking. I want to pick on him a little bit, too. Uh, these guys have been fussing about regular order and single-issue bills. And the very first thing he does is put up a bill that everybody agrees that we need to pass, and that's supporting Israel. And he ties something to it that has nothing to do with that. I, I mean, know. is it that obvious or just me whining?
0: No, it's that—well— it well, you know, it's, no, it's not that obvious. Well, it depends on it depends on what um, media source you, you, you depend on. Uh, it, some media sources are going to ignore that. M- most of them ignore it, and they focus on the one thing. And, you know, sometimes I get caught up in, in talking about a, a particular bill and, and not realizing all the other things that are attached to it. But for those who, who don't understand this, um, there's one main aspect of a bill— and and then there's all these other attachments to it, and the politicians add these attachments to it to to satisfy donors and constituents and to satisfy their own their own voting base. It's it's, you know, or their political ideology. So it's it's um it's a Charlie Foxtrot.
3: Okay. Well, let's take care of
0: Ian. All right, James. All right. Yeah, let's let's talk to Ian for just a moment. How how are you feeling? I mean, <sighs> when you when you came in today, you were talking about how it's kind of kind of kind of rough on
1: you. I I feel like I've been sniffing glue all morning. Really? I mean, not that I know what that's like, but
0: I mean, and if you feel like you've been sniffing glue all morning, why would you complain?
1: Well, because it's <laughs> no, not I'm that kidding. comfortable. No. no, I know it's, it's not so... comfortable. That's a bad.
0: Like you know, I feel like I got the, I
1: got like this sort of. Tinny chemical sensation, like in my sinuses and in my head. Like I have, it's like a weird headache, like that you get from uh, fumes. You know, like if you're in a room yeah, that's yes, been freshly yes, painted I or something that. like that. And I'm, I'm fine. Nobody should worry about me. But I'm taking it easy, and I just, I don't, I don't feel very good. But I'm okay. Yeah, I'm I, got sorry, tea. But I appreciate you. We're, being we're here. having a good show. It's Friday. Yeah. You know. It's going to be a nice weekend, I guess, somewhere in some parts of this country. Hey, it's going to be a nice weekend.
0: Well, (laughs) you know, I guess this is one of those weekends where, you know, I mean, as nice as the
1: weather is,
0: depending on where you are, you might want to stay in. But, you know, I didn't see anything coming across the causeway. I saw no signs of it. I wasn't looking for it, but I saw it when I left my apartment. I live on on a fourth floor, and when I I looked out over toward the city when I was getting in the elevator, I saw this shroud circling the city of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So I knew that that was the was was the smoke, and I uh, so I knew it was in 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 the city. And uh, uh, Diane Newman, our uh, operations director and brand manager, told me that it it was concentrated in in mid
1: city as well. Oh yeah, it's I mean I so uh, I've got I've got a group text, a bunch of my uh, my friends, several of them who have young children, and they're all. Texting each other in the morning, talking about how they're trying to keep the kids happy and safe, you know. And I thought, God, it must be really pretty bad because they're in their homes, they're experiencing this, you know. And and the place where I'm living has no no issue with that. I didn't smell anything in there. But then, as soon as I got outside and got on my bike and started coming down the Lafitte Greenway, I was like, Oh man, it's disgusting. It's it smells terrible, and the visibility is just a little bit poor. You know, you can kind of see the city skyline in the distance, yeah. and it's all hazy looking.
0: It, it, it looks like Los Angeles used to
1: look all yes, the time. Yes, it you looks know? like smog.
0: Um, and uh, I, I smelled it, too, and I got out of my car downtown. I, I could could smell it. So, yeah, it's um it's out there. All right, free for all Friday. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Okunard Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. If you're on hold, hang on. We're coming right back. And also, we'll uh, get into uh, start reading some of your text messages coming up. A huge game this weekend, LSU, Alabama. If you would like to contribute to helping us kind of explain in general the difference between an LSU fan and an Alabama fan, then I'd love for you to call our show or, or send us a text. The Oakland Art Jewelers talk and text line is 504 260 1870. There is a distinct difference between LSU and, and Alabama fans. And we all remember what happened a few years ago when the game ended and somebody ended up at a restaurant, fast food restaurant in the 100 block of Bourbon Street and kind of passed out. And an Alabama fan, you know, um, well, you remember what he did. Hi. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. Yikes. Here's some nice um, free for all Friday weekend music for us. Yeah, we got some music here about drinking and drunks and country music, and we're having a good time here. Somebody's kissing the pinball machine? Oh, man, I don't know. What the hell kind of bar is this? Obviously, they're not a germaphobe. Yikes. All right, it's free for all Friday. I'm Scoot on the air. If you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. All right. LSU, Alabama, tomorrow night. Tulane, East Carolina, tomorrow afternoon at 3.30. And then the Saints and the Bears in the Caesar Superdome, Sunday afternoon at noon. Let's go to David in Atlanta. Hey, David.
4: Scoot, thank you so much. Uh, Ian said I could discuss my novel that's available for sale. It's a a classy novel with lots and lots of metaphors. It's a romance novel. Um, I use many metaphors like history, science, Shakespeare, mythology, history, uh, politics, like, you know, when Neville Chamberlain appeased Adolf Hitler in Munich in 1938, Winston Churchill told the British Parliament, you have chosen dishonor over war, you shall have both. And in the movie, That Touch of Mink, Cary Grant told Doris Day, "Uh, you bring out the worst in a man, his conscience. Well, anyway, the book is titled A Memoir of an Office Affair, A Memoir of an Office Affair. And and, and, David,
0: you don't think it's just a little shameless to call up and promote your, your new novel? You don't think that's a little shameless?
4: Well, I'm, I, I don't I, I don't, well, don't, by the way. I'm, I
0: don't think it's shameless. I think it's smart on your part.
4: Well, thank you. By the way, I am totally blind, and I've written this entire novel. The uh, paperback is 6 by 9, it's 279 pages. I am totally blind. I use a computer with screen reader software. I wrote that entire manuscript solely on my own with wow. no uh, help of any kind. And um, it's available at, as, as a Kindle at Amazon by David C. Bellinger, and it's available at store, dot com, um, And you enter my name, David C. Bellinger, or a memoir of an office affair. It'll take you to uh, the link where you can purchase the book. And it's, uh, it's, it's a really uh, interesting romance novel. I use many metaphors, like I said, and many footnotes. But, Scoot, thank you for that. Now, I'm going to talk about Mike Johnson. All right, but, be, People, but
0: be brief with this, because, you know, I don't want to get too serious on Friday
4: okay well I'll just say this I'll be brief people need to look up Paul Crudman's column in the New York Times last Friday Mike Johnson is a piece of work as a subcommittee chairman he passed legislation to increase Medicare retirement to uh, 70 and keep raising it um, he wants a gut um, Obamacare he, he wants to cut um, food stamps or the snap program Medicaid and on and on um, And this guy you know Matthew says that when you do for those in need, you honor the Lord. I don't think Mike Johnson ever read Matthew, but thank you so much, Scoot. I wish you all well, and go Tigers.
0: All right, uh, David, good luck with your uh, your novel.
1: All right, let's go to uh, Ian with some of your text messages. Okay, got some text in here about the difference between LSU fans okay. and Bama fans. I'll start here. LSU fans always have excuses when they lose. They're big crybabies. Well, wait, wait a minute. I've heard Alabama fans making excuses. Well, I guess not this one. He thinks that Alabama fans don't make any excuses. That's not true. Uh, Here's a text that says, oh, shoot, where'd it go? Okay, I'll move on to this one. Hey, did y'all know that Bluetooth technology was invented at Bama? Yeah, anywhere else, and it would have been called Blue Teeth. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. (laughs) I think that is hilarious. Uh, We apologize
0: to our listeners in Alabama, but Uh, it's just it's just a joke. We don't really think that everybody in Alabama
1: uh, doesn't have all their teeth. Just most of them don't. uh, Here's a Texas. Okay, look, the 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 term. For what that guy did to that other guy in that restaurant, we're not going to use that. We could we we could could, we could legally
0: say it. But just to show you the class that this show uh, operates with, we, we have so much class. We don't want to use that that word. But we all know what the word is. It's a compound word. Yes. Which means it's two full words put together. Careful. And um, one of the words is, uh, okay, you you drink tea. Yeah. You drink tea. Uh Uh-huh. And when you go to the grocery store,
1: you put your tea in a bag. Yeah. Okay, so that's as far as we're going. Sure. Anyway, uh, the text says, God, you make me so nervous sometimes. (laughs) Text says, Bama fans will do that to you, and LSU fans will feed you. Best tailgating ever. Wow. You know, but also, you know, while that event was going on
0: with that guy that passed out LSU fans, LSU fans will stand around and let that happen to you. Yeah. I mean, where were his friends? We talked
1: about that. They, you're they, past they abandoned yeah, him. Yeah, they did. They, they were did. not there in that man's moment and again, of need. I want to go back to the but. But
0: here is <laughs> here is what this says about Alabama fans. It's like, you know, that is that's a homosexual act. I, I mean, why would you want to put that part of your anatomy on on another man's face? If you want to do that, you are gay. And it's okay if you're gay, just admit it, but don't act like, oh, this is just some silly prank. Dude, you're putting your you-know-what on the guy's face. What about that is appealing? Unless you're gay.
1: Uh, Here's a text that says, uh, David's book has a foreword by Janice. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, No, okay. No, it doesn't. Just just, uh, just members of our little radio family. Uh, yes, the forward would make up most of the bit. book in all probability. Uh, i got some other random grab bag stuff here. I'll just go quickly through it. Uh, Ann is listening today, and Ann says, I went to go see MJ last night. I've had season tickets to The Sanger since before Katrina, 2000. And MJ makes my top ten all-time list. You know, I, I saw that last
0: time it was here. And if it's the same thing, and it is truly... Phenomenal! I, I was not able to make it this time because of traveling to, to Portland and getting back.
1: Um, but uh, it's really sensational. And the, the Sanger just has so many great events. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, how can you say that you gain an hour of sleep when you have to wake up at 2 a.m. to set your clocks back? That disturbs me. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you should do it. Uh, well, see, some people are already going to be awake. See, see 2 a.m.
0: Sunday morning, if, I'm, if it's 2 a.m. Sunday morning, I consider this to be Saturday night.
1: Yeah, if you're still up, it. Yeah, if it's you've never gone night. to bed, then just change it. Please tell me, Texter, please tell me that you're not waking <laughs> up in the middle of the night <laughs> to change your clock. You can change them before you go to bed, bud. Yes, you can. You can do it really at any time, <laughs> as long as you just know that you've done it. Uh, here's a text from Soothsayer Sam that says, If those California psychics are so successful, why haven't they cashed in their lottery tickets and retired? <laughs>
0: Interesting uh, interesting question. Uh, I, I'd like to call them maybe on
1: the air. And, I would, too. And, and
0: let them, you know, like like tell us what's do, going on do with what, our do whatever our lives it is they and do. Us, um,
1: yeah, we'll see if uh, if they're accurate. Relationship advice and career
0: advice. All right. If you want to join us, if you want that advice, call California Psychics. If you want to uh, join us with a comment, the Okinaw Jewelers Talking Text Line is 504-260-1870. It's 504 260 1-870. All right. So, it, it, look, if, you, if you're in New Orleans, I mean, I'm looking out of the studio windows here, and there's a ship uh, going right underneath the Crescent City connection right now. It looks clear, but there is this um, smoke, and it kind of stinks, and you, you smell it, and it's uh, it's not healthy for, for some people. It's coming from a marsh fire in the east. But don't let this affect your weekend, because today is free-for-all Friday. All friday All right, coming up in the next hour, I want to mention this lawsuit that has been filed by uh, Vince Vance of Vince Vance and the Valiants. He is an iconic um, entertainer here and a good guy. I consider him to be a friend. Um, I want to talk about this lawsuit that he's filed against Mariah Carey. Um, He has a song that that was released back in 1989, and the song is titled All I Want for Christmas Is You. Mariah Carey has a song that was released in 1994, which is titled All I Want for Christmas is You. They are two completely different songs in every way except the title. Is this copyright infringement? That's what Vince Vance is saying. We'll talk about that. And also, you know, we'll talk about the Saints and we'll continue to uh, distinguish between... LSU fans, and Alabama fans as we get ready for the big showdown tomorrow night. I'm Scoot on the air. It is free for all Friday, and we're coming back on WWL.